Hi there, my name is Erica Browning, and I am blown away by all the places your nursing degree can take you. Here, we showcase basic nurses doing some really cool things. My goal is to bring to you ideas, options, and inspiration. Think of this as a fun conversation with a friend where you laugh a ton and leave feeling encouraged and empowered. That nursing degree you worked so hard for is just the beginning. I'm here to show you what is possible. This is the Black Sheep Nurse Podcast. Okay, hi, Justin. Hello. <laughs> We're laughing because we've had some technical difficulties prior to recording and finally getting started. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. So Justin, I want to introduce you a little bit and then we're going to start from the beginning. This is Justin. He is, you're the owner, are you the founder, the CEO, all of the above? Tell us. Yes, of uh, Heart Sound Solutions. So I, I do have a couple of partners on board with me. I come to them once I got everything kind of started. Yeah. Um, and then... I came up with the idea basically because as I went through nursing school and all that good stuff, spent so much money on all the equipment and, and everything. And most of the time I, I saw students buying less than stellar equipment just kind of to get through. And then I heard a lot of people say, you know, when I graduate, I'll buy good equipment then. And so it kind of got me thinking, you know, why, why are we having to learn with equipment that we're not going to be using in the field? So kind of got my wheel spinning. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, absolutely none. Uh, I didn't, I don't come from a manufacturing background. I don't come from, uh, from anything like that. I just knew that there was something, I had a goal and I felt like there was a need. I felt like there was a, a problem that could be solved. And so I just kind of got to work that way. And so initially I just wanted to launch my own line of stethoscopes. And so I started reaching out to different manufacturers, um, started reaching out to, I figured the best place to start would be reaching out to the manufacturers of the other companies who were already in the market and just seeing if they had any interest in working with me. Um, luckily, a couple of them did. Then a couple of them did not because for you know various reasons, they had bigger companies that they were working with already that they, okay. you know, that sufficed them. Um, and then I ran into issues where some of the manufacturers didn't want to work with us because we weren't going to produce 20, 30,000 stethoscopes a month. You know, it wasn't going to be worth their time, basically. Oh, my. Um, okay. So, but a couple of the manufacturers were interested in working with me. So basically what they did was I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. A stethoscope is a stethoscope, essentially. So what they did was they started sending me different prototypes of chest pieces, tubings, ear pieces, things like that. Um, just to kind of get my feedback on on how I liked each piece. And so basically what I did was I just started putting everything together like puzzle pieces. Yeah. Um, I would use different chest pieces with different tubing, with different ear pieces, and I moved them around and finally come up with a combination that I liked and that sounded good and that I could take into the hospital because I was a nurse at the time. So I actually took this stuff in and would use it on my patients. And I would hand it out to a lot of the doctors and nurses in the hospital and just have them use it and give me feedback on it. That's so smart. So I would take these different prototype pieces around and I would, I gave them to cardiologists. I gave them to pulmonologists. I gave them to anyone that uh, would need to hear the most essential organs <laughs> per se um, and, and got all their feedback. And, and once they came back to me and let me know, hey, man, th this one works. This one I can't really hear that well with. But this one I can. 
And so I just kind of took all that feedback and, and built it that way. I started out with one stethoscope that was one color. That's what I had. That's if yeah. you wanted it, that's what you got. Um, I literally sold stethoscopes out of the back of my car. Literally, nurses would meet me in the parking lot and buy stethoscopes out of the trunk of my car. So that's I love that. That is pretty much um, how it started, and it kind of grew from there. So what what my overall goal was was to really mainly focus on students and programs. Okay. And that was a big focal point for me because that's kind of where it all started for me. That's kind of where I started getting the idea from. And so I wanted to put together kits, something that you could buy that would have all your essentials in it that you could not only use in school, but also use in the hospital. And I knew you could use it in the hospital because I myself was using it on my patients. I had all these doctors and nurses around me that were using it on their patients um, and, and they were satisfied with it. So I thought it would be a cool way to not have to hear when I graduate, I'm going to buy real equipment, right. um, you know, or when I have the money to afford. And that was that was another big thing to me. I'm like, you know, these students are already broke. School already <laughs> costs enough. And then once I got into the manufacturing aspect of it and saw how much it actually costs to make these as opposed to what the bigger companies are charging for them, it was mind blowing to me. And I'm like, you know, these healthcare workers are out here, you know, getting it handed to them with these prices. And so that was a big focal point for me was how do I get good equipment into the hands of healthcare professionals for a reasonable price? Yeah. Um, and so that's, that is essentially how it started. And each, each piece that we added to our store um, individually once we had them all added, uh, the pull socks, the, the medical scissors, the, the pen light, as we added each one of those pieces separately, in the end, that is how I came up with the kit. And so once I was able to invest a little bit more, invest a little bit more, and build this up, and eventually I had the kit that I wanted. Um, and what's, so all, that, what's all in the kit? So the kit is a stethoscope, um, a pull socks, medical scissors. And my favorite thing, the rechargeable pen light. <laughs> so oh, there is no batteries. Nice. So the, the end of our pen light is actually a USB. So you just plug it in, charge it up. I had a customer email me not too long ago and said, I haven't charged my pen light in a year. I'm still using it. <laughs> oh, okay. So so it holds charge really well. It's, it's really light because there's no batteries or anything in it. So that's probably my favorite. And then we uh, later on, we added the uh, backpack to it, too. So for a hundred, so literally for 150 bucks, you get all of that <laughs> Wow. as opposed to, yeah, I was going to say, what do you, what are the other stethoscopes? How much do they cost? I forgot. I mean, like per se, you get a Littman cardiology floor, you're paying anywhere from 270 to 320 per se for that, for that one stethoscope. Whereas, saying? whereas with us and our, so our stethoscopes are the equivalent of like Littman's classic three. Um, which are, I think Littman's are still selling for well over a hundred dollars for those. Whereas ours is like 64 95. Okay. Um, and then for 150, you literally get that scope, pin light, pull socks, scissors, and a backpack. So, and the, it's all super nice. We don't do any drop shipping. That was another big thing to me. Um, I actually want to physically have my products with me. I want to fill my own orders. So that way I know what's going out. 
And so we don't drop ship. Everything's made specifically for us, produced, manufactured, all for us. Uh, they're sent to us. We store. We fill our own orders. So there's literally just three of us doing this right now. Um, wow. So I, I love that because a lot of people drop ship or they'll have a manufacturer that's, I don't know where. And But when you put your hands on the product yourself, it's a really good way for you to ensure it's quality or is this even working what is even in actually going out to these people who are trusting right. me with their right. dollars you know instead of it going from somewhere and you're like well i hope they like it <laughs> exactly exactly and you don't know what the quality is going to be like you don't know any of that so whereas we can have our products manufactured specifically for us sent to us i can put my hands on it i know what i'm sending you because i'm physically sending it to you <laughs> so so I, I felt like that was really important for us. If, if I was going to put my name on it, I wanted to make sure that it was good. Yeah. Um, especially being in this world. I, I still work as a, as a nurse. My partner is a uh, hospitalist and, a, and an emergency room doctor. He still works ERs. And I, I also felt like that was important for us. I've been asked a lot of times if, if the company really takes off, would I still do this? And I've thought about that a lot. And I may not do it full time, but I would definitely still pick up shifts and do this yeah. because in order for me to keep that visualization of what our healthcare professionals need, I feel like I need to be in the thick of it. And so for me, that that's just kind of how I look at it. Well, I, I agree. I mean, I know it's tough when you're running a business and you're growing and you're getting bigger, you know, you're sort of at this inflection point. You're like, okay, the next step is big. What does that look like for me? Right. Um, but there is something to be said for a nurse owned operated business and the nurse is still nursing and using the products that he is selling to others. I mean, I think that lends itself just uh, it's a testimony, a testament that maybe other companies don't have uh, an edge, I think. Yeah, definitely. You know, you have these bigger companies out here who literally pay people for quality control, for research, for this and that. I feel like you can ask questions all day long, but until you actually have your hands on it and you're in the thick of it, I mean, do you really know? You know, so I don't. Let me tell you, Justin, I am a visual learner and an experienced learner. So you can tell me something all day long and I'm like, okay, I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, but I'm right. not going to know, you know, right. experience like, okay, we've made plans. We've made this plan. And then when we try to go out and execute the plan, you see the plan completely fell apart. I used to be in the Marines a long time ago. And we, a saying that we used to say is don't fall in love with the plan. Why? Because you make this beautiful plan and then you get out there and you try to execute it and you're like, that was terrible. And yeah. we thought it was so awesome. And it was yeah. so yeah. It's, with the stethoscope, you're making it, you're making it, you're making it. And then you take it and you go use it. And you're like, actually, I want to improve this. I want to add this, you know, in your earlier, I want to do this. I want to do this. Try again. Okay. This was better, but let's improve here. Let's improve a, let's improve B. Right. And I've done that several times. Um, when we first started out, our, our stethoscopes had um, the earpieces screwed on and they were they were really great. And I liked it because they were easily accessible. You could take them off. You could change them, this and that. But then what, what I learned was they would fall out in people's backpacks, stuff like that. You know, they would come off at work and I'm thinking, OK, so if they're if they're coming off a little bit easier than I want them to, um, people are losing them. Um, maybe let's deviate from that. We'll go back to the to the standard um, earpiece. 
you know, small things like that, that we were getting feedback on that helped us to improve. Our pen lights now, when we first started out, they were charged with a cord. Um, and then we upgraded and got these pen lights now where the end is literally a USB. You just plug the pen light itself in. You don't have to mess with any cords or charging cords or anything like that. So we are upgrading as we go along. And as the business grows, we are able to get those upgrades in process. And so it's, it's definitely been a learning experience for me uh, and my partners as well. Like I said, we had no clue what we were doing when we started this. We just knew what we wanted to do. And we didn't really know how to get there. But I feel like as a nurse, you can use your judgment and you can use your, uh, your research ability. And, um, you know, it's, I always tell my patients, you probably have a ton of questions and I probably don't have a ton of answers but I will figure them out for you. And I feel like as nurses, that's what we're good at. We're good at figuring things out. Yes. Um, and so that is, in a nutshell, I feel like that's why we're so good for businesses like this. Because it's like, if we don't know, um, most of us are, are not prideful enough to say, you know, I don't know, uh, I'm not going to figure it out. No, we want to figure it out. So I think that's where we have an advantage. Yeah. Well, especially when you're dealing with patients and they're asking you questions, it, it's my job to figure it out. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, but you're about to go home and I have to have an answer for you or right. you're going to get hurt or you're going to die or, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that dramatic or um, especially as a case manager, I've got a patient who's going to go home. If I don't have every single piece in place for them, when they get there, they're going to be right back in the hospital. That's a readmission. That's <laughs> yeah. a readmission. That's it. And, That's it. and no one wants that. The patient doesn't want it. The insurance company doesn't want it. Definitely. Don't want it, but, right. But the patient doesn't want it either because now they're worse. They're right back where they started. This doesn't work yeah. out for anyone. So it is my job to figure out the answer. And I think you're, I've had several entrepreneurs on the podcast. That's why I always, I'm like, do you want to come on? Yeah. And many of them say, and I'm so glad that you said it. I had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't understand all the things that I wouldn't know in the future when I started. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I could never do that. Oh, nurses are like, no, I'm not a business person. Well, you are if you want to be. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You are if you want to be. And no, the prerequisite isn't that you know everything before you start. Listen yeah. to all those people who are accessible. Right. They're telling you they didn't know. Right. Listen, and it's okay. So, Justin. Let's back this train up before you were, had this company and you, how did you even get into nursing? Um, so nursing is not something that was ever on my radar. Um, yeah. If you would have asked me, you know, 10 years ago, if I was going to be a nurse, there would have been no chance. I actually started college pre-dental. I was going to be an oral surgeon. Okay. Um, so that didn't quite pan out, but, um, <laughs> and, and then I went in to, um, some tech work, some lab work. I really liked being behind the scenes. And that's funny also that I, that I actually ended up on the front lines because I love being behind the scenes so much. Yeah. So I was actually a morgue attendant doing autopsies uh, for uh, the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, uh, UAMS here in Little Rock. Okay. Um, so that's actually how I got into the healthcare profession altogether. I knew I wanted to be in healthcare from the jump. 
I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. I knew there was a lot of things I could do. Um, so once I, once I got done doing that, I moved down to a little town called DeWitt where there is nothing and there's definitely not anything like that. So I actually got into doing plant pathology. Um, so I was a pathologist for a bear, like bear aspirin. Yeah. So I, was a, I was a plant pathologist for bear uh, crop science. And I also worked for the federal government as a uh, plant pathologist. So basically I was like a mad scientist. I would sit in a lab. I would grow all these various diseases. I would infect all the plants with them. And then I would see which lines were, were more resistant to these diseases. And, and that information got sent out to all the farmers across the country so that they would know which crops to plant and grow in which areas of the country to, to yield more crop. So the company ended up relocating. I knew I wanted to, to get back into healthcare. Uh, my sister-in-law at the time was, was a nurse and she was like, why don't you just come work at the hospital? See if you like it, you know? I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm really more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. You know, I'm not really a people person. I can deal with people and I'm good at talking to people, but yeah. So I ended up going to be a, a PCT for a couple of years while I went through nursing school and yeah, that's pretty much how I got into it. Nursing school was definitely the hardest thing I'd ever done. I'd already had a bachelor's degree. I'd already, I'd already been through college. I thought I was done with that. Yeah, well, I was going to say, so was this a second degree program? What kind of program was it? Uh, yeah, so it was a uh, ADN program that I went through. Okay. Um, and then I already had my bachelor's. So they advised me not to, not to go the BSN route since I already had a bachelor's in biology. Um, okay. That if I wanted to get my master's and everything after that, that I could fast track with that. So I, I didn't have to, it would have been a waste of time to get my BS in. Basically, I'd have paid more money and not had to. So, yeah. Because there are programs out there where you can go, I think they're called like RN to MSN. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to do that, and yeah. you can know if you have to have a bachelor's for those in anything else. But that was smart. I did the second degree bachelor's program. So now I've got all these bachelor's degrees. (laughs) I should have found found, um, an ADN program, but you know, we all have our journey. So that's it. Everybody's journey is different. That's right. So you graduated nursing school. What specialty did you go into first? So I actually wanted to go to work for the University of Arkansas for the Razorbacks. Um, I wanted to do that. I ended up talking to the head athletic trainer up there and he's like, man, you're not going to make no money doing this. He's like, if you want to be a nurse, go be a nurse, like do that. <laughs> so I going to say, um, did they employ nurses at the University yeah. of Arkansas for the football team or wherever? I, I didn't know if they did or not, but I'm a huge sports fanatic. And so okay. that that's what I wanted to try and do. So unorthodoxly I kind of went into this um and so he was like go be a nurse do that there's still avenues you can take to work with athletes and stuff like that even as a nurse so I actually went into orthopedics is what I ended up doing okay yeah so so that's where I started working ortho in a clinic or on the floor uh on the floor okay yeah yeah on the floor and I still do ortho now I'm a travel nurse now and I still do ortho so yeah, I travel a few days a week. I'm still staffed um, at another hospital. Uh, so I'm working between a couple of different facilities and running the company too. It's a lot, but I don't have much free time. <laughs> I know. So remind me, you were you said in the beginning that you got this idea. It was in nursing school. So when did you graduate nursing school? 2017. 
2017. So you and I believe I launched the company in 19, I believe is when I launched okay. the company. So it wasn't very long after. Okay. I had this idea and I wanted to run with it. I felt like, you know, felt like there were a couple of companies doing it. And then once I had the idea that I that I wanted to actually get into this and, and do it, and I had kind of a different view um, of what I wanted to accomplish. There, there are companies out there that you can get these little kits from, but they are not good. <laughs> so um, I wanted to produce something that was quality. And so once I had the idea, I'm very much a, a, a an all or nothing person. When I want to do something, I want to do it yesterday. So I really didn't waste much time once I actually was committed to doing this. Um, I think two years is great. You graduated yeah. in school 2017. A couple of you're like, okay, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. And through that two years, it's like percolating, percolating. And you're, yeah. you know, making, looking and doing research, making mistakes or finding out how much you actually don't know. And I love every entrepreneur has multiple. Tell me if this is you too, where you have multiple points where you're like, this is a lot. Am I sure? <laughs> yes. This? And then yeah. you're like, okay. And then you have this conversation with the, with yourself and you're like, okay, fine, quit. And you're like, ew. I'm yeah. Nah. And you move forward. <laughs> that's one thing we, that's one thing we don't do. Yeah, is quit. Yeah. No, I absolutely did. Especially when I got into, am I going to have to get my products registered with the FDA? Am I going to have to get all of this approval? The manufacturers, all the manufacturers are overseas. I don't know anything about contacting them. I don't know what goes into actually making products. I didn't know anything about that. What about shipping? I don't know anything about international shipping and dealing with boats and planes and tariffs and all of these different taxes and laws from each country and yeah, once I actually got into it, there were a lot of times where I was like, this is a lot and I don't know anything about anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there were definitely a couple of times where I was like, am I am I in over my head? I know that this is a good idea and I know what I want to accomplish, but I also know that I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I absolutely had those times. Gosh, I'm so happy to one, know I'm not alone. And <laughs> two, I'm happy that other nurses are listening to this and maybe they don't feel alone. And, or maybe they feel inspired where they're like, oh, okay, this is going to be hard. It's been hard for every entrepreneur that has come on this podcast and stop expecting it to be easy because it's not going yeah. away. No, I it's not going to be easy. No. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Yes. And you're going and everybody to can do it. You just have to commit. You know, I've always been asked. Everyone always wants to ask you, what piece of advice would you yes. give to the next person if they felt like they wanted to do something like this? Yes, that's on my list to ask you, Justin. Tell us. I know. I figured. I figured. <laughs> so, and, I, and my answer is always the same. Just start. Yeah. Just start. There's going to be so many things you don't know. There's going to be so many bumps in the road. I still hit them every day. All you have to do is start. You can figure it out. Yeah. But if you don't ever start, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Do you go, did you go to any conferences? Like, would we see you at any conferences anywhere or like where you have a booth or anything? Yeah. So 
funny enough, whenever we first launched the company, that was our entire marketing strategy. Oh. I'm like, you know, we could actually, uh, we could tell people about this stuff all, all day long. We can build a pretty website. Um, we can start all these social media platforms, you know, but we have some stiff competition. I mean, it's always been living. It always has. MDF is sprinkled in there a little bit, but I knew that if we wanted to really succeed and get this product in front of people, that's exactly what we had to do. We had to go physically put it in front of people and let them use it and test it and try it. Um, the problem was once we had this whole marketing strategy set up, I mean, we were set to go to Miami. We were set to go to Chicago. We were set to go to California, to all of the biggest conferences and um, expos and everything like that. Then, of course, COVID hit, shut everything down. And so that was another big obstacle that we had to work through. I mean, it happened not too long after we launched the company. So we had to completely change directions and um, develop a whole new marketing strategy. You know, our, our strategy was sitting in front of people. And the one thing we couldn't do was sit in front of anyone. So we had to, we had to completely rethink everything. Wow. Well, y'all are pretty um, active on Instagram. So tell everyone what your Instagram handle is or where, first of all, what is the name of your company? Tell us again. And then where are the places that we can find you? All right. So the company is Heart Sound Solutions. Okay. Uh, we have a website, heartsoundsolutions.net. That is where a majority of all of our, all of our traffic goes through. We, we are working on possibly getting on some other platforms as well, marketplaces. Um, we've considered Amazon. We've considered uh, we are on the Adney marketplace. I was going to say, um, I, I interviewed them several weeks ago. They were on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. They're they're super nice people too. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're great. Yeah. yeah. They can find you on Adney as well. Yes, absolutely. We are on there as well. So we do that. And then, of course, Instagram is our is our biggest one. Trey, uh, we, have, we have a guy named Trey that runs our runs our Instagram for us. He does a fantastic job of, of networking and reaching out and, and keeping us in the loop of what's going on. And, and we pretty much just give him free reign. Um, I really like his work. I like what he does. Um, I like his approach uh, to how he networks with everyone. So we kind of just give him free reign and let him do what he does. And, and he's really, really built things up for us. So he's really great side note for everyone. Cause a lot of people ask me, Erica, how do you find these people? Well, I know a lot of people who know a lot of people. And then also on Instagram, I meet a ton of people on Instagram yeah. and it's a win-win for people who want to come on because it's yeah. not costing you anything but time. And then, you know, I, you know, you need people to talk about and share your stuff. And so I reached out, it was Trey who I was talking to, you know, you get on Instagram, you never know who's running Instagram. Who's running. Yeah. It could be there. It could be them because I run my own. You can reach me there. Or it might be a social media manager that, that they've hired because it's just too much to keep up with. Let me tell you, he's very nice. He's mm -hmm. very responsive. He gets back to you. He's very good. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just so I like know. Trey. That's why, that's why I, give him, <laughs> I give him free reign. I'm like, hey, man, look, he'll come to me with something. And I'm like, I don't know, what do you think? You know, do you think it'll work? If you think it'll work, just go with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think. Tell me afterwards. Right. <laughs> he has. I've seen some partnerships that you've y'all you all have had with um, several social media influencers, which is, you know, it's the name of the game. It's a big, yeah, it's a big thing. And of course, I'm not a big, I'm not a big social media person. Um, I knew right off the bat that was something we were going to need help with because I'm I'm not on social media a lot. 
I have a lot going on, kids and work and everything else. So I, I definitely knew we needed someone that was dedicated to doing this. And of course, you know, we got in contact with Trey through Stephanie Beggs, who was a big influencer on there. Yeah. Um, so she, she's also one of our partners and, and works really well with us. And um, we love all of our partners. They're, they're all so good. And they're all, so, they're all such nice people. Um, yep. I got into this expecting not to meet so many nice people because that's just kind of the way business is a lot. But it really seems like in the healthcare profession, everybody genuinely wants to help everybody. And so that's been a breath of fresh air, really. It's, there's not a lot of conflict. There's not a lot of this and that. You see, you see all of these social media influencers eventually collaborating together. Um, and, and that's cool to see for me. Um, once I actually got into this side of the business, um, to see all of these people that are coming together and actually working together and not working, you know, against each other, it was really a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I love it because I mean, it makes sense. And what I've, I've had other people on the podcast that have podcasts and people are like, oh my gosh, well, isn't that competition? Well, people no. Who, who do you know listens to one podcast? Right. If they listen to one podcast, they listen to many. You right. know, do you watch just one TV show? No. Do you listen <laughs> right. to one music artist? No. It's fine. And yeah. you just got to try and ask. And some people will tell you no. Or, and it's fun. Next. It's right. fun. That's the worst thing that can happen is they tell you no. Yeah. Gone. Well, don't tell me no. Most people just don't answer it. If, if they don't, well, yeah. if they just don't answer. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true too. <laughs> no, I, I love the I love the networking and, and meeting meeting all the new people that I've been able to meet. And like I said, one of our focal points are are nursing and med schools. Yeah. Um, so, literally, if if I could go around and just meet and talk with programs, I mean, that'd be like a dream come true for me. I love going around meeting meeting all these new students who are coming into the healthcare profession. And, um, and I'm going to tell you right now, after everything we've been through for the last few years, the people who are still willing to come into this profession, knowing what they're getting into, I mean, that's tough. And yeah. so I, I love meeting, meeting, you know, all these students and, and hearing their journeys and what they're going through. And a lot of them I found were in my position they didn't have a ton of money to spend on equipment. Everything's hard enough. School's expensive enough. So the students deserve equipment that is good quality that will get them through school. And then they don't have to rebuy everything to, to use in the field. So that that to me was the most important thing. And I love that you have a kit and it comes in a backpack. I'm going to buy one. So when this episode airs, I'm going to post it and repost it and show people what exactly it is that you're talking about because yeah, I love sure. that idea of going to work you've got your backpack you have all your stuff in it you're good to go yeah everything's right there in one spot quality stuff yep everything's right there in one spot and you didn't pay an arm and a leg for it no nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing about your company and about your nursing journey and remind Tell us where we can find you on Instagram since that's where you're most active. Uh, so it's heartsound underscore solutions on Instagram. Okay, um, and your website? And then, and then the website is heartsoundsolutions.net. Okay, cool. Yep. That's Look, where we are. So I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. If they go on the website, um, we don't restrict the customers to anything. They can actually build their own kit. 
Um, so they can choose what color stethoscope, what color pen light, pulse ox, backpack. Um, they get to choose all of that and, and build their own. So that's kind of something else that, that we were happy to do was I found a lot of companies would restrict you. Well, you can get a kit, but it's only going to come with a black stethoscope. That's all you can get. Yeah. I'm like, wow, oh, man, let's give the people what they want. They want, you know, they want the rose gold and white. They want the rainbow and black. You know what I mean? They don't want to have to settle for just all black stethoscope. <laughs> what is an option to choose for themselves is what That's they That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Justin, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about it. I really appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Black Sheep Nurse podcast. If you want more, head on over to blacksheepnurse.com for show notes and resources from today's episode. You can also join our email list and the website and have the link to weekly notes delivered directly to your inbox. And if you're looking for more everyday fun and community, join us on Instagram at Black Sheep Nurse.